0: Hello and welcome to Another Woodshop Podcast, with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all, as well as the podcast, on Instagram and YouTube.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 47 of Another Woodshop Podcast. (laughs) And for all of you that need to hear this this week... We love you, and we're proud of you. In case Aww. you weren't hugged enough as a child. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> the listeners. Right.
0: The listeners. No. You too, Mike. Oh. E-hug. E- e-hug. It's, <laughs> no. it's socially distant hugging. Uh, I don't well, know. Speaking of hugging. Buzzwords. Speaking of, speaking of hugging, Bear Hollow Supply.
1: <laughs> a bear hug.
0: <laughs> no, uh, big thanks that to Bear Hollow Supply. That was good. We're probably the best there is. Now, a big thank you to Bear All Supply for supporting the show and supporting uh, what we're doing here. So uh, we really appreciate them and we'd appreciate them if you gave them – or we'd appreciate you if you gave them some bear hugs. I don't know. Uh, go check out Do you their... want to start over <laughs> entirely? No. This is a good three, one. I'm pretty sure it's good. Yeah, three, one, two, one. No. record. <laughs> Seriously, go check out Bear All's website. Uh, Pete will have that in the show notes top of – Ooh, under list. pressure I and uh, also check out their instagram page you go give them some love give them a follow see what specials they got running on and what s- new items they're releasing because they are putting out new legs every once in a while and the legs are really sick i really do legitimately just love those legs and their hardware they got good stuff so go check them out they got sexy um, legs they do I don't do say that about a lot of places. every day Every day's leg day over at bear hall of supply yeah uh, <laughs> <New> <laughs> that, you know who be, brady you can use that I like you that much. You can use that. I won't see you. Not this time. Every day is that. Uh, <laughs> you,
1: you know who else has sexy legs? No. Our patrons. Oh, I should have guessed. It's on yeah. the notes
0: here. <laughs>
1: That's on the notes. Uh, huge out- a shout out to our patrons. As always, every week you guys help us bring this show to you. And if you want to help support the show, please check us out on patreon.com slash podcast. We greatly appreciate it. It's helping us uh, continue bringing you this wonderful subpar content. Uh, now, Mike, I do believe we have some new fine legs added to the leg army.
0: Huh. There's no leg army.
1: <laughs> it's really weird.
0: It's, we're really we're really digging on this leg. I was euphemisms? trying to
1: get leg up on the other comp- on a competition. Oh, <laughs> oh
0: Pete! Oh, uh, this joke is going to just...
1: cost me, isn't it? It's going to cost me an arm and a leg, isn't it?
0: <laughs> oh God!
2: <laughs> really? Stop! You gotta yeah, this stop, Wait, gotta, this Mike. Gotta... You
1: keep freezing. You keep lagging behind. Ugh. All right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs>
0: Man, what a weird way to quit the podcast! <laughs> um, big thanks to our new uh, patrons. Thanks for joining the family, Andrew Hammond, Ryan Wurlow, Trevor Askland, and Braden Lord.
2: Thank and you leg, so much, lol. Y'all.
0: leg lol. Leg <laughs> lol. <laughs> is that a leg joke?
2: <laughs> I was. That was my sad attempt leg, at a leg joke. Leg, leg, Kathman.
1: Oh, nice calves. (laughs) So much better.
0: (laughs) Nice. Uh, Hey, that was not good though, still. It was better, but not good. Um, That's it for the patrons for this week. Four of you. That's amazing. Like, super dope. Thank you so much. Uh, I mean, let's jump right into what do we even call that segment? What is it? Uh, Like a What's on My Bench or something like that? What's on my Bench? (laughs) Dan, what's on your bench?
1: What is on my bench? Bench for 300? What's that? i'd like what's on my bench for 300 alex <laughs> Alex, rest in, um,
2: rest in peace oh man i forgot yeah right that's sad way to bring the show down
1: hey you Thanks, either Pete. die a hero or you see yourself be- become the villain so just he died a hero
0: <laughs> yeah thank you for clarifying because i was gonna be like were you calling trebecca a villain
1: <laughs> <laughs> you live just you I will jump through the
0: screen and yeah. put a pin in your neck
1: he's an american hero I All will right. fly
0: out to Nebraska. Wait, are you the one in Nebraska, Pete? I can't remember.
1: Yes. Anyway, Dan, what were you doing? Omaha's <laughs>
0: beautiful this time of year. I live in Jersey. That's great.
1: Spot on, Dan.
0: That was a great uh, Pete impression. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Jersey. <laughs> what so time is the raid? On. No, what? what? Uh oh, Pete's now. What's back. on my bed? Go quick, 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 quick. <laughs>
2: This week I made my own plywood, my own walnut ply.
0: I saw that.
2: Yeah. Are you happy with it or not? Yeah, I'm really happy with it actually. It came out Did pretty it work nice. how you'd hoped. Even better. Great. Shockingly. Are
1: That's you worried shocking. about wood movement? <laughs> no,
2: I'm not worried about wood movement. <sighs> oh gosh. <laughs> Once again, I will put this pin. Um I okay, needed some three quarter inch walnut ply and I didn't want to go buy a whole sheet of walnut ply. Because it's rather pricey, and I just need it a that. little bit. So I had some half-inch uh, maple ply in my racks that was perfect size. And I resawed some walnut on my Laguna bandsaw down to quarter-inch. I added the quarter-inch walnut to the half-inch ply, and I got three-quarter-inch ply. Boom. The and it's beautiful. And I can, sand, I can sand it. <laughs> I can sand the crap out of it, and it's not going to like – the veneer is not going to come off. Right. That's really So nice. I might have to do this yeah. more in the future. We'll see how it works but out. But you won't. You'll Probably not. Probably not. Probably <laughs> not. And besides that, I picked up several new commissions. I am ah, getting dope, dude. ridiculously busy. I actually so cool. have to get uh, bids out tomorrow for three more commissions. Sick. I need a bigger shop like yes, you do. fat kid needs cake seems so like an attack. That's <laughs> that's where I Oh, I also got a new tool.
0: To me, also it's a tool. seems like an attack. <laughs> I, I'm
2: still kind of a big deal. I'm an even bigger deal than I used to be. I got it's a new a Chevy tool. Silverado.
0: What's the uh cool thing you got though?
1: Yeah, what's the Did it come with
0: something? Did it like throw in Did it in have some Liberty nice bandsaw? nice nice thing they threw in with it? Like a good thing? <clears throat> Should, kind of like a new is, this, is, is he this? having an aneurysm? And this is this what aneurysm face
1: is? Stance <laughs> present.
2: This is uh, this is my angry face. Uh, I think I'm going to quit the show. <laughs> Both of you quit in one night? This is not going to go well for the show's numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw it to the only guy left on the show, Mike. <laughs>
0: uh, I guess uh, I, I'm going to sound like Jim again. No, Dan, keep going. What'd you get? You got some super, super souped up version of that truck, right? Trail boss? Oh, yeah. I got a Chevy Trail Boss. Oh, man. What did they... Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I should give a peek behind the curtain, but whatever happened with the Chevy thing? Are they going to send you a what hat you or something? Didn't they message you and say, hey, send us a DM? They never, they never responded. I, I sent them a DM. Oh, really? They didn't respond. Yeah, Typical. like Chevy commented <laughs> on
2: my Instagram post Classic and was like, Chevy. this is great. Send us a DM. And I'm like, Ford dude, I'm going to get a free truck. Back.
0: I messaged them. Dan Ghosted messaged me. me and Pete is like, Chevy mess, commented on my post and said to DM me, I'm getting a free truck. <laughs> I tried to support him. I was like, Dan's getting a Pete's free like, truck. Yeah, Pete's like, Dan, you're getting a free truck. That's so cool, man. Truck. I'm like, you're Mike's high. getting something. Dan's getting a free truck and I found my
1: <laughs> pin. I think it's yeah, you got Reality <laughs> check Mike over there. Like, you're not getting anything. Not you not might, getting free they're going to ask you for a repost.
0: They're going to ask you to take it down and never associate Chevy with your brand ever again. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you didn't drink a fruit juice while skateboarding down a street
0: behind a truck. Yeah. Ooh, so, Same. I need it to with like really
2: nice my yeah. own thing. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I'm super it's happy nice. with it. I'm 42 and I finally got my
0: dream truck. I'm like a giddy little schoolboy. F- 42 Look years young, dream. dude. That's just the start of life. Everything else before that yeah. is dumb, dumb time. And you worked really hard convincing your wife to get that I truck. W- I worked so hard convincing her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a necessity,
1: Kayla. See, guys, possibilities.
2: <laughs> All right, Mike, I'm gonna throw it to
0: you for real now. Uh, it's been also extremely busy. I've had to make some in the last few weeks, I've been reevaluating how I utilize my time and where I focus it. And I'm starting to see where I'm gonna kind of end up with my focus of time, I think. <clears throat> um, and I'm getting a lot of inquiries as well. <laughs> it's just been really crazy how many – like the first week and a half, two weeks of January. Because for me, the holidays were absolutely the most busy I've ever been with Coffee Custom Builds ever. And then the two weeks after Christmas were – so I was like, okay. <laughs> I think it was just an anomaly. And then the last two and a half weeks, it just – just every day or every other day is one to five requests for pricing on different things. It's been absolutely insane. So um, like big – big builds too. So, uh, I'm reevaluating how I'm going to focus my time and I'm trying to figure that all out right now. I sent out in the last week, 12 big quotes. Uh, Ooh. I got verbal, verbal commitments from five of them and seven of them I'm still working with people on. So I'm like basically booked through may currently. Yeah. <laughs> and, <same>. uh, <clears throat> it's pretty crazy. So, uh, I'm, ma- I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to, I'm trying to not say no to anything right now. And I'm trying to figure out how to balance my workload. I talked with my CPA this week and part of that is going to be, I'm going to bring, start bringing in my cousin to work for me part-time and paying him on a contract basis. He's going to be contracting, I'm going to be contracting him out. So, um, but for this week, I've got, um, I've got two coffee tables in my shop, they're similar in the sense of they have the same processes that need to be done to both of them. One's a redwood slab and one is a bl- uh, walnut slab. The walnut slab is for us. And, I thought you were um, going to say bloodwood slab. I'm like oh. – <laughs> <laughs> well. No, one's, one, I was going to say black walnut, but it's <clears throat> English walnut. Uh, but the, the, the walnut slab is for us, but because – because I'm so busy, I'm afraid that if I don't do this coffee table now, I won't do it for months. And because I'm doing another build almost exactly like it, I'm doing it at the same time. So That's that was smart. my thought: is like, yeah, I was like I'll, if I'm doing this once, I might as well just do them both. So I'm gonna sp- I'm gonna epoxy them both tomorrow. In terms of stabilization, resand them on Sunday. Uh, I got a new sprayer coming uh, on Wednesday. I'm Very excited about that new sprayer. <laughs> very, very Fuji, excited. About right. It. Fuji Mm Q5 is coming on Wednesday. I partnered partnered with Fuji, which I'm very excited about. Um, So that's coming. uh, That's going to make my big – I keep getting these tables, which I love doing table builds. I just think it's so fun. I just really would just do tables all the time if I could. Um, I'm going to spray both of those on Wednesday. And then I've got – I've mentioned this table before, but I've had this – two slabs in my shop for about a month and a half now for a gal who wanted to build her own table. She kind of realized she's a bit in over her head. She's very, very and she nice. She did research. <laughs> yeah, she, she realized that it was going to be a lot of work and you need a lot of tools. I happen to have those tools, so I'm actually it looks like I'm going to be finishing the top for her and doing the C channel and uh, I'm going to try to get her to just have me do the base for her as well, just because <laughs> that way she can just get the table and I just won't do the finish. Essentially. She'll do the finish herself. She can do whatever she wants. So, um, she'll this do the finish and take all the credit. <laughs> right. I don't care. I t- I'll take the money. <laughs> she can take all the credit she wants. <laughs> I don't care. So, uh, I've been doing a lot of reevaluating this week, just getting things ready. Um, I'm trying to figure out this loft. I need to get this thing done. um, this is more than just what's on the bench kind of stuff. I'm My wife and I have been trying to figure out other plans for the future. We're trying to get things ironed out for uh, hopefully big things coming down the pipe in the next few months and definitely this year. So we're trying to figure all those things out right now. So it's kind of what I've been doing. What about you, Pete?
1: Well, uh, I had a busy week until the last two days where uh, I kind of been low key because I've been sick. I've been feeling like crap the last two days. Gonorrhea? I out of work and... The um, rash come londorias. back? <laughs> no. Everything no. itches. <laughs> Everything itches. Scotchy. Uh, yeah, I've just been feeling like crap You're the last two days. You still have that
0: really uh, loud whistling sound when you pee?
1: Yeah, it won't go away. And then like that the super loud barking. pop at the end. The dog barking. <laughs> just dust comes out. Uh, but before that, before that, I... I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. I got like a weird amount of inquiries, three for radiator covers. Like I don't know if that's like the new thing everyone's trying to do. I heard right it's cold here, but I heard it's cold. So uh, I, you one of them sl- of the three, one of them came through and knocked I, it out.
0: i meant to ask you, what is? It's just like a three sided box that you slide over it, or is it attached to the wall?
1: Yeah, ironically, of the three, the one that came through that they actually wanted to get done was, it was inset in a wall. They just needed a cover. Like, literally, oh, all like I did a panel. was, I threw a panel of MDF onto the CNC. Now, this is why I get really annoyed with my CNC, and I'm finally, like, hit a wall of, like, this thing is too small, because it only does 32 inches wide, 16 inches deep, and if you throw a, like, a corner clamp on there, I got about 13 and a half inches. Yikes. Uh, ladies. Ladies, but I want to, I want to be able to put like a full sheet. This thing was only 24 by 20 and I want to throw it on there and just get it done in one cut. I had to do it in three because the damn thing doesn't fit. So I was getting kind of annoyed. So there's, there's potentially some change coming down the line for that. I'm just still figuring out the uh, logistics and the space and money of that whole thing. But that's down the line. Um, Aside from that, I, uh, I set up my 3d printers, the two minis that came in from Prusa uh, which, by the way, how come I can get something shipped from the Czech Republic in two days via DHL? Literally in my house in two days from Czech Republic, but USPS couldn't get my packages. Because you live to in
2: Poland. Customers. Not really New Jersey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> With the backwards Rs.
0: Is that what you guys do? Uh,
1: <laughs> no, it's technically the backwards Rs, a ya sound, but that's, we'll do grammar another
0: day. Not in, not in my uh, America. Not American.
1: <laughs> but I got them both set up. Here's a fun thing of my two printers, one of them got a blue screen of death.
0: We call Didn't it the, the old B sod.
1: Yeah, B sod, yep. <laughs> I was actually I was like, I wasn't even annoyed. I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, so what'd you this, do? Is gonna, this is gonna happen. Uh I flashed the firmware, so like basically nuked it and reinstalled the, the firmware system. <laughs> That's what they call it. Uh, firmware my boobs beads with hair. And uh, oh, it what? works. They're, they're both great. Because flashing. Yeah, man, no, I get it. You, you don't care. have to go
0: so on the on the nose with these things. This is a... You just gotta <laughs> let the joke ride, Pete. You go too <laughs> deep with the this joke. This is a podcast.
1: Not everyone be- watches the video. Because boobs. To... <laughs> because boobs with hair. How are you
2: guys
0: no. sponsored? Go on. So
1: how are we sponsored?
0: I mean, I really think I want to grab one of those cruises mm. just for around the shop. I think so, it'd be a lot of fun.
1: I, Mike, I already told you this weeks ago when you first brought it up. I fully endorse it. I think it'd be great.
0: I think it'd be so fun.
1: I also, at the same time, I want to yell at you and say, "Don't do it." You have enough hobbies and things going on right now. This would
0: would only be a hobby. It wouldn't be something I I monetize. Like everything I monetize, this would literally be like, "I want to make stupid things from." You still have so many other things going on. Let's be honest. You're going to monetize it. I mean, I don't. I won't. won't. Yeah, I won't monetize that. Cough, cough. I will bet you
2: money that you
0: monetize (laughs) it. B plus. <laughs> butt, it's like shaved it's like a beard never mind i don't know i'm trying to work out the i gotta work on this design a beard shape but anyway go ahead. it's <laughs> <laughs> like a quagmire chin. <laughs> i don't know what that means sounds racist uh, yeah anyway what about you we uh,
1: aside from that the, i've done two other things and that's i spent a lot of time in fusion i'm trying to learn more i know a decent amount i've worked with you guys in fusion before but I found that I finally hit a wall of like I want to do more and I don't know how to do it efficiently. Yep, 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 yep. Dan's flashing us some money. <laughs> uh, so I've been working in infusion and I'm actually thinking about taking one of those uh, woodworker made courses. I think you should uh, do break. Two that are out there.
0: You should do the make make or break. Class. has I have, one and then what's I have the have the one? You get t- like fifty yeah? percent off or something for with my code. 50? Fifty. Fifty five, five zero. Like you get a lot off oh. with my code. <laughs>
1: Can you can you DM me? It's uh, Peachy's Workshop on Instagram. <laughs> uh, he doesn't follow me. Swipe up in my and Instagram on my highlight. No, so I want I want to kind of take it to the next level. And uh, I don't the last think thing
0: that, is I sorry. Good. Ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say I don't know that Brandon's class – Well, no, I think the more advanced classes. Once you get into like the f- past the first few modules, I think you actually would learn or something. But you're really you're. I mean, you're pretty proficient in that.
1: Honestly, I'm totally down to relearn some of the basics because I I've seen some of the stuff he does.
0: He's there's really definitely good.
1: things in there that he's utilizing that I am not at all. So right. Like the buttons. If it teaches me anything, the buttons. There's so <laughs> many buttons. I use four. I use four for all my designs.
0: Circle and triangle. And last
1: thing is, I have been uh, I've been messing around with my band. So I finally tuned it today. And oh my God, that thing is so dead on. Sick. Today was the first day in my life where I- Today was the first day of
2: the rest of your life.
1: Of the rest of my life. I pulled a piece of uh, a six quarter cherry off the off the shelf. The cherry shelf within 45 minutes, it is literally a cherry shelf. It's all <laughs> the uh, like six quarter and eight quarter cherry, Paduk, I know all the thick stuff. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, I that one side of the shop has the, all the thicker stock on it that I haven't I've been kind of putting off because I haven't had the right saw to resaw it and I just kept ignoring it and I'm like working with the thinner stock. I finally got the resaw dialed in, and damn, that thing is so accurate. So I took that thing from rough lumber jointed it got s4s split it down in the middle and that thing's perfect all i have to do is just run it through the sander and i can glue up a panel i now i finally know what mike was talking about in all those videos <laughs> like this bandsaw is amazing so it's definitely good it was just nice to have like a flow in a shop i was able to knock everything out in about 30 minutes or so and for the first time in a while i felt like damn this like i finally can like mill lumber and really enjoy it yeah man uh and then and the last quick thing is we we started the house hunting search. We found the perfect house: one point six acres, four bedroom, three bath, two car garage, but with room to put a shop down on the property. It already got swiped from from front of us. They won't even take backup offers. They got so many. I was like, so mad. I was going to say you haven't mentioned
2: it. any of this to us yet. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is the nearest, first I've heard oh, so, it. Yeah.
1: So I'm dropping it on you guys, but. The house hunting search has started, which means I will be disappointed a lot over the next couple of uh, months.
2: I've, but I've told I you, at... I've told you how to find a
0: house. Step one: move
1: to Nebraska. Move to
0: Nebraska. Step two: slip swing into a depression. Cat. Oh, swing a cat. Get <laughs> <laughs> <Head> a <of> house. <laughs> I don't understand that. <laughs> Poland's weird, man. <laughs> Poland <laughs> That's is all super. I got. <laughs> well, why don't we go into questions? I, I, on that uh, note. <laughs>
1: No, and, why not? You're right. YOLO. I just, I can't wait for a house. <laughs> Finally got my shop set up and I'm like, all right, I'm moving. Let's go. Uh,
0: this first question is from Adam Barnett.
3: That's all I have to say about that. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 47 of Adam asks the AWP boys a question. I'm so I want to grow my business this year. Barnett Custom Woodworks has a domain, but does not actually have a website. Do you guys have a recommendation for a tutorial or just a, hey, go use this. It's super easy and it'll set everything up. I don't know. Never done it. Need to do it. What do you guys recommend? All right. I look forward to your answers and uh, thanks for taking all my questions. Long time listener, longer time lover. Jeez. <laughs>
0: uh, Pete, do you have things that will help this young man?
1: Yes, I yes I do. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to go to geocities.com slash workshop for Geocities. fifteen percent off if it's still active. The website. Uh, I would honestly say at the very least you need a you need a landing page of some kind. I just use a link tree temporarily. Uh, I had a uh, a Wix site and then they started charging me triple after my first year expired. So I said nay nay. Uh, but I'm probably going to be going to Squarespace soon. I already have a domain. My domain's locked in for 10 years. That's what I'm going to be changing to, but just you need a landing page where people can go to see all the stuff that you offer. Um, and that's that's my first recommendation. And then just, yeah, just go with the Wix, Squarespace until you figure out what you really want to do. Dan?
2: I don't know if I'm the best person to give this sort of advice, but I'll do it anyway. Yes, you are. I, I have a URL. I have a half-built website currently, as we talked about last week.
1: The DunlapExperience.com. I
2: actually own that URL. Thank you very much. Um, I, w- I will parrot what Pete said. When and if, not if, when I finally build my website, it'll be a Squarespace website because that seems to be the easiest route. It's It seems very intuitive, very user-friendly. So that would be my recommendation. Mike?
0: Um, there's an, I don't know of any like tutorials, but I mean, I'm sure there's a million things to get through. There's a bunch of different steps you have to go through to make a website. And depending on which route you go, Squarespace mm-hmm. is – I mean, we, we built one a website for my wife's company when we were going to get her company <clears> going. <throat> that ended up going away. But it was easy. I think Wix is easy as well. I was able to figure it out. I'm <clears> – <throat> I was trying to have this done a month ago, but I am transitioning my website out of Wix to a WordPress site that I'm going to be basically paying my friend who is a graphic artist and web designer to run my website. Whenever I need changes, she was going to do it because I just don't have time to work on that stuff. So uh, it is not that it is particularly difficult. Once you figure it out, it's pretty straightforward for the most part, especially after – I think the hardest part is the setup. Once you have it kind of up and running, the changes aren't so bad. Um, but it's very platform specific, I would say. So if you're on like a WordPress, it's different than if you're on a Squarespace. It's different if you're on a Wix. I think they kind of gear everything. They want as many people paying for websites as possible. So they try to make it as easy as possible. So Adam, I'm confident that you'll be able to figure it out quickly. Pete?
1: Uh, number one thing I could recommend that we all kind of touched up on. Get your domain. Yeah, Immediately. That. Tonight. That and it's if like you want to dollar. throw some money around,
3: any what's, variation what's that you name? might
1: go with, buy I'm it buying it now woodwork, so I can sell right? to him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if we it's better oh, than doing stocks, doing that right now. <laughs> yeah. So, buy my right money in my Dogecoin it stock, <laughs> it's not that expensive, just God lock me. it in for five, ten years, whatever you, you can.
0: Great yes. advice. Dot info. Um, this next remember, we
1: had that written in question too. Just
0: uh, I don't know where that's at, Dan. Why don't you it? I'll, read, I'll do this next question if you can get it yeah, ready. Yeah, I'll get it ready. Um, this next question is from Adam Brady. Hey, guys. It's Adam. Had a
2: question on setting up a straight knife joiner. Recently got one off of Craigslist and need to replace the blades and did some research, but I'm getting conflicting information on the uh, if the knife should be set to the outfeed table height or just right above it. So just looking for input and or resources to... Um, look into for setting up a straight knife joiner. Thanks.
0: Uh if you have a straight edge, make it so that the knife, the top of the knife, when it's at the apex, is at the same height as the table, and then lower it very slightly, like an incredibly almost imperceptibly small amount. And then you'll be dialed. So if you're when you basically when you lower that bed, you want that the space you know, be between bed. your yeah, when you lower the outfit bed, you want the space between your straight edge to, go, like, you can barely see light coming through underneath it. Like, like less than, than a hair. Yeah, like, a, yeah, barely less than a hair. So, that's kind of the best way to do it. I don't think we need to have anyone else answer that, right? Yeah. Pretty straightforward. Well, I, I have a little oh, tip for something. that. If you d put a, a joiner.
1: No, if you just put a, uh, <laughs> if you have a level that has, like, a nice flat bottom on it, put it on there. You should set it so that when you rotate your, your teeth, they should just literally just like Scoot notch it, it over yeah, like, like an eighth. It just scoots it like an eighth yeah. of an inch. That's exactly That means right it's feet. just ca- just barely catching it. And try it. It's a straight knife, so it, you can adjust it. So do front, center, back, all the way across the thing.
0: That's Good it. advice, Pete. Very smart. Um, that is yes, very important. That, that. ditto. Uh, Adrian Vita has this question. Hey I guys, was
2: gonna, it's Adrian here.
0: Okay. Oh, I'm Snoop. You do yours. I'm sorry, Dave <laughs>
1: <laughs> We had a written-in question
2: from Adam Knapp. Thank you very much, Adam. Uh, do you Dan have any suggestions? Last name. Dan huh? loves naps. Oh, I do. <laughs> Enjoy naps. What's sorry. unfortunate <laughs> is my naps are gonna, probably going to go away because of all the work I got. But anyway... Uh, Do you have any suggestions for a kid safe finish? I'd like to make some simple toys for my one year old and was curious if any of you had suggestions on a safe finish or none at all for simple wooden toys that will inevitably end up in a child's mouth. Mike.
0: Dan. Oh, me. Okay. Uh, You can do Odie's is great. Walrus oil is great. And then if you're going to paint it, uh, that milk paint is, is, is kid safe. Or food safe? I guess so. Pete,
1: uh, all of those, and technically, if you just like, mineral use oil, some cut like mineral oil cutting yeah. board finish, Howard's, any of that stuff, mm-hmm. that's food safe. And Dan's got the last answer that is technically correct. Butter,
2: butter, <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Oh,
1: butter so delicious, <laughs> salted butter.
2: Salt no, I, butter. I'll, I'll say ditto to everything they said, and I will also say that whenever a finish is cured fully, it becomes inert. food safe, inert. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's fine, but if you want to be extra cautious, go with something organic like what those two guys <laughs> said.
0: <laughs> those <laughs> two
1: t- smell delicious. <laughs> uh
0: I mean it, okay.
2: it's not something you need to be overly concerned about. It's not gonna it's not gonna harm anything. Kids Dan was have, chewing on paint chips
0: when he was three. Yeah, look at me. I'm fine.
1: The lead is... They used to use leads to sweeten
0: wine, so, you know, (laughs) it's very sweet. It's very sweet. (laughs) tastes like metal. Uh, This next question is from Adrian Vita. As I said earlier, on accident, stepping over Dan.
2: (laughs) Hey, guys. It's Adrian here from Hickory Homes Creations, and my question for you guys is something along the lines of cutting boards. Um, So, A, do you guys um, always put feet on them? If you do, where do you get them? And B usually what kind of um what thickness do you guys go
3: for um i started off with two inches and i realized that i didn't want to plane i should have planned it out better um so i have
2: a pretty beefy board because i didn't plane off another like half inch like i guess i thought i would i don't know so anyway i was just kind of wondering all right cool thanks bye
0: pete uh
1: i use i forgot what the home depot brand is like Everett
0: Everlast something like that. that. Ever something.
1: Yeah, it's like an orange package. Mm -hmm. It's not Home Depot brand. They just happen to carry it. I just picked those up. They're like a dollar something per pack. I found that the ones on Amazon that come in like mass bulk are really not good quality. Uh, They're pretty crappy. So I just picked those up. They have a washer built in. They're water resistant, uh, so they won't rust on you. And that's what I use. I just pick up a bunch of packages and I literally hang hang them up on my uh, pegboard. And that's it. And uh, I usually shoot for like, honestly, I, I think a cutting board should be a little thicker, have a little weight to it, so it doesn't move around on you. An inch and inch and a half minimum, inch and three quarters probably ideal. Two inches is like like a real nice like, board that you, you can like have for BB years. Boys. I like beefy boys, but I think inch and a half to inch and three quarters is what most of the stuff that I've made. Kind of girthy. Yeah. Yeah, boy. <laughs> boy uh, cave.
0: Mike. Um, I don't, it depends if the customer wants to pay or not pay four feet. If I put feet on them, it's not like a thing I just do. Um, I have some boards that I make it that are made out of four quarter material and they end up being about three quarters of an inch thick. And they're like, uh, really good for like chopping up vegetables and stuff. And then once you start getting to like the beefier, like cutting board, chopping board style, you kind of want to start going up from there. <clears throat> Your two inch board. Um, I think I saw a post about it and I think if you would have done an under bevel, uh, on that big board, it would have done a lot for that board. Uh, that's what I like to do for my really big boards because it actually takes off a decent amount of weight, builds in some handles mm-hmm. and it makes that profile yeah. look a lot.
1: Um, At the very least some handles. Yeah, yeah. You
0: got some handles. I mean, when it's just like a square block, it's kind of, it looks kind of unfinished almost, but, um but you didn't do anything wrong it i don't know how many cutting boards you've made but i don't think it's like a pile so i think you're you're okay you're on the right track i wouldn't i wouldn't sweat it too much just just keep messing around with them and and just keep doing them i think it's the best the best thing i mean just keep doing them you'll start going okay i kind of want to do a chamfer i kind of want to do a round over Kind of want to do this kind of handle. There's so many different – I mean, there's guys that just do cutting boards. I say just, that only do cutting boards and they look dope, like really dope. There's some really cool cutting boards out there with double inlays and stuff like that. They look really cool. Um, So, you can go any direction with them is what I'm saying. There's no right or wrong. You made it for whatever reason you made it, you're good. It's good. Don't even sweat it. You can add so many things. I I think just – I really do like on a thick board though, a prominent under bevel looks really cool. Um. That is my opinion, and uh, I'm sticking to it. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Wait before before Dan goes. Didn't Dan go? I apologize. Uh,
0: no. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I just
1: I want to correct what I said. I said it wrong. Uh, I do inch and a inch and a quarter, two inch and three quarters. I actually don't go like quite to two inches oh, unless they request it. I take it.
2: back everything I said.
1: Well, no, it's fine. I just I was like measuring. I'm like wait, like two inches. That is thick. He's right. I don't usually do that unless somebody wants like a butcher block type thing. Uh Dan, on to you.
2: Um this may come as a shock to you, but I don't buy the oh, Home Depot go. feet. I buy Menard's oh. feet. And they, they
1: come with cheese curds. They are
2: labeled as cheese curds. No. <laughs> for real though. No. Uh
1: I do buy cheese curds.
2: I do buy the feet for Menards. Uh they're labeled as uh rubber bumpers. But rubber they were be gr- buggy bumpers yeah 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 rubber
1: bumpers i can't say that very fast
2: but they work great as cutting more feet and they're white which i think is cool most people use the black feet and i i like to be a little different nice so i use these white rubber feet and they come out cool looking i have bought a bunch of those uh bulk feet off amazon and i don't i'm not a fan yeah that's great and uh i as like far bulk as th- feet
0: off amazon i'm sure you do
2: you also <laughs> like chicken feet whatever what? I don't. Pickled. Pickled chicken, chicken feet. I don't even know what that um, means. Is that a food? It's a Nebraska thing, I think.
0: Oh, I don't know. Fuck. No, it's not. I've been there. It's a <laughs> Southeast Asian thing. <laughs> yeah, <like> Placenta. Um,
1: <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Make you strong. As far as thickness
2: goes, I'm <laughs> a fan of one and a quarter to one and a half. Or if I'm oh, feeling sa- saucy, one and five eighths. Sassy. Ooh random random numbers but yeah i'm going to uh, agree with mike uh, a prominent underbevel is cool i like to put handles on there and i do tell my clients that i'll put feet on but i i don't charge them for it it only costs me a dollar for the feet yeah. so i'm yeah. like do you well, want feet or expensive. not no okay yeah i usually do it and here's why but i don't charge for it.
1: i don't think there's anything wrong with Treating that as an addition, especially
2: if
0: you want to charge $50 charge five for, bucks feet, for it. I don't Screw care. It.
1: Who cares? Make that paper.
0: It's a kid Who cares? I don't even care. Next question. Make <laughs> that cheddar. No kids say that. Uh, this next one's from Ben Miller from Squash and Woodworks.
2: <laughs> hey, guys. It's Ben from Squatch and Woodworks. So, I kind of want to get into working with more hand tools and learn that end of woodworking. Everything... I do or have ever learned to do has been with power tools so again kind of want to just get into it more of a hobby not really looking to make money off of it but just learn it it's just that way I have it in my back pocket if I ever need it so kind of wondering what your guys thoughts were on some more entry-level hand planes chisels, stuff like that I know Pete always says about the Aldi's chisels but just kind of wanted to get your guys' thoughts
1: on that. Thanks. Pete. All right. In order, Chisels, Block Plane, a number five jack plane, a number four smoother. One of these, which is uh, anybody that listens can't see. It is a tiny, it's literally about three inches. It's a super tiny, and a lot of different companies make them. I think... Bridge City is kind of the like popular one right now that makes like I think tiny just a block little plane, hand isn't it? planes. It, no, no the, this is like a regular. No, no the I Bridge mean, City one. Isn't that a block plane? It might the be. One that's popular? I don't, know. I don't it's, know. It's got a more aggressive bevel on it. Um, that But basically like a super micro, They're called small, apron planes. It's like an inch wide. Apron planes? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. I actually find that I use that one a lot for quick little breakdown of, I love of edges and stuff.
0: I have a it's I so have a Lee nice. Nielsen one. It's, I love it. I love it.
1: But I think everyone should have a block plane. Obviously, chisels are almost like a no-brainer. Everyone should have a, a half-decent set of chisels. Uh, and then a block plane, a jack plane, number five, is great. Number four is awesome. And if you can swing it, if you can find one, uh, a uh, a spoke shave, just for doing curves. If you do curves, great. If you don't, don't pick one up.
0: Mike? I think I'm in the same boat. I want to get better at hand tools. For me, I won't use it much in my builds because production, but uh, I want that to be hand tools to be something that's a part of woodworking that's kind of just for me. And I'm trying to make more time for it. And I have a pretty nice collection of hand tools now. Um, I just want to do it because it is extremely cathartic when you're using hand tools and it's very relaxing. So, with that being said, with hand tools, the experience depends very heavily on the edge of your tools and if you have cheap tools your the edge you can put an edge on it but it won't last very long with cheap metal nope. so i would strongly recommend if you're going to do something that is just for you that you want to do to enjoy to invest in some pretty decent hand tools. And you can spend lots and lots of money on hand tools, but you can also spend not tons and tons of money and get pretty decent tools. So I would really consider like the Aldi chisels like dumpy chisels. Hey. Um I would really maybe look at like a NarX chisel. Um they're out of Czech Republic and uh they're they're not cheap. But they're going to be really good and last you for a long time before you get into something like a nail, like a PMV eleven steel kind of a thing. Um, and if you want to look into some hand planes, you know the Stanleys now, the new ones aren't as good as the old ones, but they are very nice and very good. And the cool thing is, is if you get a Stanley body and you run with their iron for a while, and you decide you really get into into uh, woodworking and specifically hand tool working, you can swap out any of their irons with the Lee Nelson PMV 11 irons. And you can have yourself basically what is like one of the best irons on the market. Irons. He means the the blade. blade, Yes. The blade will pop out. Yeah. So the Lee Nelson will fit right into the Stanley bodies. So that's just something I'm going to be doing myself. I'm going to be replacing my Stanley. I have Stanleys and I have one Lee Nelson jointer plane. That was like a Christmas present to myself (laughs) essentially. Um, So I think if you're, For me, like I hate sharpening tools, hand tools. I hate it. I don't enjoy it. Lots of guys enjoy it a lot. It's like a sub hobby almost. I say that all the time. They weigh into sharpening their tools. I just want my tools to be sharp, so I bought a wet sharpener, (laughs) and uh, I just want to use my hand tools and have them work really well, so I got decent ones. I think if you find yourself with really cheap ones, you're going to be bummed out at their performance. Dan?
2: I'm going to sort of parrot everything. These two said, I have a set of those Narx chisels from the Czech Republic. They're a very good chisel for the yeah. price. They're a good yeah. m- middle of middle the road, of road. Yeah. chisel. They're yeah. great. Um, I'm going to touch on something they didn't bring up, which is a good set of like hand saws.
1: Yes. Like a, I was just thinking that. A
2: couple of Japanese pole saws like a Rioba, which is a double sided like cross cut rip cut saw. They're usually a very thin curve, and they cut on the pole stroke. They all, you can also get like a really nice crosscut saw or a dovetail saw, Japanese style. Super recommend those. I use those all the time. Even though I have power tools galore, I still find myself gravitating towards the you pole still need saws handles. that I have. Yeah, yeah, 100%. super super handy to have in the shop. Get yourself some nice. Japanese pole sauce. You can go with uh Suzanne or you can get, I even use a cheap Menards
0: Ryoba saw. It's a Suzanne is good. And Zetsaw is another. I have a couple of yeah. Zetsaw Japanese saws. Oh, They're yeah, really yeah. nice. Um, I would put them in Suzanne on the, on, on neck and neck with each other. The, I can't even remember the brand that mm-hmm.
2: Menards carries, but it's actually pretty good. I mean, you can even get an Irwin Ryoba saw. Not so right. great. The The handle's it's not great, but it'll get the job done. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Yeah. Giveaway? Oh, yeah. We probably should do the yeah, giveaway, Halfway huh? through. Yeah, we are. <laughs> oh, are we going to do
0: the giveaway? Might as well. Is yeah. that cool, then? I need to read another one.
2: Oh, no. I got it. I'm, we're, okay, ready. Cool. we're ready. We're <laughs> ready. He's ready. Last week, we gave away. We. Uh, Last week, we gave away, thanks to Macbeth Hardwood, a SawStop 10-inch standard brake cartridge. That's an $80 value. And MacArthur Woodworks won that. Nice. Congratulations, Thank you, food. Macbeth. If you don't have a SawStop, though. maybe reach out to Mike and he'll buy it at three times the no, uh, no, retail no, rate. Won't. That's not true. I probably won't. <laughs> 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 this week, sponsored by Macbeth Hardwood, we are giving away a Walrus Oil... Like furniture pack, some furniture butter, furniture wax, and furniture finish, all by walrus oil. I think Rusty put that in there just because he knows I have trouble staining walrus oil. <laughs> <laughs> that is you. a $76 value. Thank you very much, Macbeth. Uh, code words. I got a couple. Let me know what you think. Number one, the AWP leg army. <laughs>
0: So was that in the main show oh yeah that was in. that was right it was um, right, at right at the front. right at the front was really stupid when we were oh, making the lake jokes was. thanks
2: to bear hollow <laughs> um <laughs> or we can go with make that
0: cheddar Mm-mm. we know we not do that please <laughs> please can we erase all, right. all memory of make that cheddar <laughs> We're
3: going
2: to go with AWP Leg Army. You need to send that phrase to us <laughs> in an email at awpgiveaway at gmail.com. Once again, thank you to Macbeth Hardwood for sponsoring you, week 33 of our giveaway.
0: Can you believe hey, it?
1: Favorite Lord of the Rings character. Go. smart Legolas.
0: Legolas. <laughs> oh, jeez. I didn't oh, know God. where this was going. This guy. He really duped us, Dan. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: You're right. That was a stupid move. Yeah, I prefer Pete to mean, <laughs> you Have you just next been question? writing leg jokes this whole time? <laughs> he's, he's not even picked it. This whole time. All... <laughs> hey, this next one is going to be legendary. Um, uh, never mind. I'm not... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who taught this guy English? Gosh. All right. This next question is uh, from Caleb Jordan. <laughs> this is a travesty.
3: <laughs> hey, guys. This is Caleb from the up north Minnesota shop. On the IG, uh, I just wanted to tag off that question from last week's episode about the future of woodworking, um, and see if you guys had anything. You know, maybe like the top three to five tips if somebody were going to go uh, to woodworking full time. That's currently doing it as a hobby. Uh, what are the what are the top few things that you guys would say needs to happen before that? and Some steps that you would take um, before you uh, jumped all in to be full time. Thanks.
0: Well, since neither me nor Pete are full time, we'll throw it over to Dan.
2: Uh you're gonna want to make sure you have a solid business plan. You're gonna want to make sure you got uh a client a not a a client base. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. And uh Sleepy
0: Dan strikes (laughs) the You're gonna want a client base. (laughs) This is you're gonna
2: want you're gonna want some sort of client base. Like it's gonna be really tough to just jump in without any any sort of like client base. Yeah, that's um, gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. So you know, start building that as your as you're a hobbyist, and uh, you're gonna want some uh, a little bit of capital, maybe, so you mm-hmm. uh, can pay the bills. <laughs> that's that's my best. Uh, Tips for you, I guess, and a lot of luck. Maybe buy some lottery tickets, just throwing (laughs) that out there. Maybe,
1: maybe ignore that last week. Maybe,
2: maybe buy some
0: GameStop stock last week. Last week, (laughs) AWP does not offer investing advice, (laughs) nor should you listen (laughs) to us about any of that. Thank you.
2: Well, uh, Pete, do you got any tips for this guy?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to wake you up, Dan. I don't know, Pete, whatever, (laughs) Uh, who
1: cares? What Dan said, yeah, you want to be established a little bit, but I think, and this applies a lot to content creators going full-time, but I think it should apply to every business, and that's multiple revenue streams. If your only revenue streams, like, you took out a loan, you bought a bunch of tools, and you're like, I'm going to be a woodworker, I know what I'm doing, and then you have no clients, and, like, your clients are the only revenue stream you have, yeah guess what you're screwed buddy like you need you want an etsy you want clients for furniture then you want maybe you want people that need templates maybe you, some people just need uh cnc work some people just need laser work whatever it might be you need multiple streams of revenue that's definitely going to help you out because when one dips the other one might be helping you pay the bills mike
0: um you're going to want to think about things like insurance uh, how much yeah. revenue actually pays out? Like when you make one hundred thousand dollars a year, uh, you're not making one hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm. You're probably making thirty thousand dollars a year if you have one hundred thousand dollars in sales. Um, <clears throat> you want to think about, you know, if you're married, you know, you want your spouse to have some insurance. If you have kids, you probably want everyone to have insurance. Uh, so you need to think about those things. You need to think about having a CPA. You need to think about scaling your business. Is it Get scalable with what you're doing? Like, are you able to keep taking on more and more work with it? Can it keep growing? Uh, Can you keep growing inside the confines of whatever you're running your business out of now? And if you can't, if you're going to be getting so big that you need to move on from your, like, Dan's situation, you need to get out of your garage and you need to grow your business. If you can't scale your business uh, in your garage, you need to figure out what the plan is to get out of there and have a business plan for where you're going to be moving to. Can your business afford that overhead? What does that mean? What do you... Huh? This topic could take take up a whole episode. Yeah, I mean it so literally so is like there's so many things you need to think about. Um
2: but to be uh, fair, he did say that our top three.
0: That's right. And we've covered 30, so we've answered this question. Yeah. <laughs> this next question well, time's is over. from
3: Chad Hibbs from the Internet. Hey guys, Chad from Chad's Workshop here. My question this week is related to pricing projects. I recently agreed to build a desktop for a friend of mine. They're looking for something that's 80 inches by 24 inches by 6 quarter. Now I'm running into issues that my lumber supplier doesn't really carry anything that's 7 feet. You know, they're mostly nine, 10, 11 foot lengths. So, you know, whereas mm-hmm. I would usually account for 20% waste, I need something closer to 40% waste. Um, so do you guys, would you charge, you know, for the full nine foot piece and say, hey, that's what I can get. I'm going to charge you for that. Or would you charge more for, for what they're uh, looking to use? Interested to hear your thoughts? Thanks, guys.
0: You should never take a loss on material for a customer's order. No matter what. Nope. Um,
2: If you can avoid
0: it. Yeah. You need to do your due diligence and maybe if you don't normally buy from one lumber yard and they don't have the thing you need, you might need to check another lumber yard just in case. Um, Which sucks when you have to do that and it always feels bad because everyone wants to be loyal. But sometimes you got to check another place uh, just for the best of your customer. You can't be like, oh, that doesn't exist in this marketplace. No one has, you know, six foot stock. And then they're like, I just talked to this other guy. He buys from this other place and they do have six foot stock. I'm going with them. So you need to do your due diligence. But uh, ultimately, uh, I, for example, have a um, that table I was talking about. I knew it was going to be a hard get for what I needed to join these two slabs together. Um, I actually could not find it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Macbeth did not have it by chance right now. They did have some they just sold. Uh, A couple other places didn't have it either. I had to check there, but I ended up having it buried in my racks. I had a, I had what I needed. So, you really need to do, do your due diligence. Oh, man, that was not good. Do your due diligence. But
1: um, Who can't speak English yeah, now? Who's huh? bad at
0: words now, dummy? No, we um, – Words are hard. You know, you, you need to do your best to get your customer the best price and check your options. Obviously, you want to stay with the person you're loyal to as much as you can, but you should not have to pay – or eat, take it in the pants for a piece. I mean, if the piece doesn't exist, it's not your problem. You're not the one who actually wants it. Uh, not to be super blunt and rude, so that's my answer, Daniel. I would never
2: tell my clients that. Well, I can only get nine foot, so don't yeah, have all this extra. Yeah. You yeah. just say this is what it's going to cost. Yeah, they don't you know, know any different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. That's mm-hmm. they don't care. They just, they're focused on the, the, the end product.
0: So what I would do
2: is, you know, you charge them for the materials that you're going to have to buy, whether it's seven foot or the nine foot or whatever. And if I have a little extra, and I've mentioned this before, I'll throw in a little cutting board for them or something. And that'll just blow them away. You, that's, that's one of my, like, one of the things I always strive to do for clients is undersell over deliver. And you come off like a rock star and then they want to come back to you just because the level of service, you know, they're going to be overjoyed with the table or whatever, but they'll always remember the little gift you gave them as well. But yeah, that's what I would do. Charge them for the nine footers, give them a little something extra. They think they're getting something extra, but little do they know they actually bought that anyway.
0: And something, sorry, Pete, and something like what Dan's saying, like... Re- very realistically, this customer has no idea what lumber costs, mm-hmm. and it's exactly what Dan's saying. Like, they're, you're not going to be like, "Well, here's how mm-hmm. much the material is." Not going to be like, "That's not how much walnut costs per board foot." That literally <laughs> will not come up in a conversation. Like, they don't even know what a board foot is. They don't know even know how to price lumber or go buy it. So, you just tell them what the price is, and don't worry about that. You're thinking about it as a woodworker. You need to think about it as a customer, Pete. Mm-hmm
1: i agree with the guys i mean it's it's costing you money to buy it you i mean let's say it's a wood you don't work with like you gotta get it maybe you never work with a, i don't know hickory whatever you never work with it and you never pick it up and a person wants a hickory desk or something you gotta pick it up and you gotta buy all of it so you're gonna you gotta be charging them for all of it and if at the end of the day even if you don't give them the cutting board, guess what? You got a couple of cutting boards oh, for yeah. the holidays. Absolutely, to make you that's that's lumbered. that ends up on your ends up in your rack that you can use for other projects. It's cost of doing business. It's just like, all right, this saw blade is dull. I need a new saw blade for this job. You're going to charge them for the saw blade. You're not going to do well. I'm only going to use it for like ten percent of the blade life. Like no one, no. If that's what you can get as what you charge. That's it.
0: Um. This next question is from Jay the D
3: from the Big IG. Hey guys, it's Jay the D, better known as Josh the Dad 1 of the Big IG, coming at you this week with a non-woodworking question. So here we go. You guys do a fantastic job of communicating within this woodworking community on the Big IG. But have you ever communicated with somebody outside of that community? Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's something like random. Like, you know, Dan, you've got a photographers that you have questions you got to send to. And Pete, maybe it's medical IT stuff. And Mike, maybe it's somebody with beard oil issues. Who knows? But have you ever done that and then they never respond? That happened to me this week. And I just sent a question on something I was working on and sent them a video because I was trying to figure something out. And I saw that they played it but they never responded. It's like they're gone. Now I want to be hip like all you young kids out there. So is that called ghosting? And then, you know, should I just crawl up in the corner and, and lay in the fetal position and cry about it? Or, you know, I know there's nothing I can do, but I was just curious. Have a good week. Pete.
1: Well, uh, Josh, yes, that is what the kids call ghosting. Um, and I, I feel like we, I don't know. Personally, I've definitely ghosted people by accident. or like I was in the middle of something, opened up a message. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to get... you know, I'll respond to them in a little bit. But I didn't mark it as unread again. Just right. sat there and then bye-bye. Uh, it's not intentional. But I mean, I think I, you don't have to go outside the woodworking community. We've probably all reached out or tagged someone who we look up to in regards to something that we like that they do that we wanted them to notice. And we got no response. So, it it happens, you know. The, the woodworking community is kind of very unique, where like everyone's very friendly for the most part. Uh, I haven't found this for level of part. cooperation anywhere but in this community. BDSM, as, as far as any of the other communities that I'm like, I, medical, IT, Polish community, or you Polish know, community,
0: whatever. very rude. Everyone knows that.
1: <laughs> Dan,
2: <laughs> I agree with that uh but yeah uh i i know mike and i get a lot of messages i'm pretty sure pete does too even though he probably only gets about half the messages mike and i get hey (laughs) it's easy it's easy to lose those lose those messages like pete said if uh if i happen to see the message and i'm like oh i need to get to that later and (laughs) you forget uh a couple beers later (laughs) well yeah like I think Mike and I have talked about this before, and I'm pretty sure Mike gets more messages than me. Even uh, yeah. I get fifty to hundred messages a day, so it's easy to lose lot. them. And I try to respond to everybody, but you know sometimes uh, they slip through. But I understand where you're coming from. I send Justin Timberlake messages like every week, and uh, he hasn't <laughs> responded to me yet. Someday, son of a britches. Someday, Mike, what do you got?
0: Yeah, it's getting increasingly harder to be as available as I really like to be or try to be in the community for people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, right now I have 27 messages since we started the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Damn. And that's pretty that's honestly very high from normal. So I have a lot of questions there. I don't even know what's going on. I don't know if there's something going on, but um, the world is ending. Yeah. Nothing important, I'm sure. But people, you know, I'm in a very fortunate position where people want to ask me a question uh, and I take that for what it is like people are feel that they can come to me and ask me a question so i try not to take that for granted the bottom line is i do have a lot of things going on <laughs> i have my day job i'm trying to run a small business i'm trying to be active with social media trying to do all these different things and a lot of times what happens is i got a message i'm trying to think of the answer i'll either get a phone call or another thing will come through something comes up and it just gets missed and it's i feel terrible and what I really try to do is if I know for sure, like Pete said, if I know for sure I'm not going to get to something, I do the unread thing and I come back to it later. Well, sometimes they get bombarded with messages and then they get moved to the bottom. And then I even miss it with the unread, with them being marked unread. Well, you know, Instagram has this ability to filter by unread. And I try to do that every like week or so. I check the filter by unread and I'm like, Oh God, there's like 15 or 20 in here that i missed and i'm like i'm so sorry i'm trying to catch up and you know, everyone's usually pretty cool about it but i use the again. flag fit feature and
2: i try to filter it by flagged and sometimes that doesn't oh, work oh, the best it's <laughs> the flagged. worst okay yeah okay. i won't do that Yeah, then, i wouldn't but, do it i wouldn't do it but i flag the ones where like if i owe somebody a sticker
0: i'll flag mm. it <laughs> um the the uh what was i gonna say oh But his question was outside of the community. I legit don't really interact with anyone outside of this community. I don't really like social media that whole whole lot. So I really kind of just keep it in here. Uh, I I definitely have – this week I emailed or I video messaged a brand. I had a question about something. I didn't know what product of theirs I needed. I asked them. I said, this is what I'm up against. Which one of your – I was going to buy it. Whatever they needed, whatever I needed for this product or whatever one of their products I needed to get this thing done for this customer's build. I sent them the video, they read it within minutes, and I've never gotten a response. So, I will literally never buy mm-hmm. from them ever. <laughs> like, that literally, that really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't even give me a, hey, we'll at least get a hold of customer service. Like, uh, it really, really makes me frustrated when a brand uh, does that. Because that person, whether they want to be or not, that person who gets paid whatever they're getting paid to do their social media account is customer service. So, um, I wasn't trying to get anything from them. I wanted to buy something I needed it for a customer build. And now I'm going to their competition because they ghosted me. And that's very frustrating. I would rather just them be, give me any answer other than blowing me off. Cause that is extremely rude. And that's why I take it so seriously when I accidentally blow someone off. Cause it makes, I, I hate when it happens to me and I feel terrible when I do it to someone else. So I hope you're listening to this Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> of being for sure off. is. Um, <laughs> this next this next question is from Tyler Isaacs with Wooden Whiskers Trading. What's up, fellas? Tyler here from Wooden Whiskers Trading Co. Hey, quick question this week. What's the next tool on the bucket list? Appreciate it, guys. Man, that was quick. Yeah, it was. I like that. Hot. Coming in hot. What's up, Dan?
2: Yeah. I got a quick answer.
1: Everybody take note.
2: 20-inch planer. From
0: Laguna, obviously. Obviously, I need that. I need get that the, planer. Get the old model, not the new one that's coming out. The one that I got. Oh yeah. Yet. So yeah, six, yeah, yeah. Sexy six planer. Pete,
2: what? What do you want? What,
1: what you want? Uh, it's a twenty and a half inch Laguna planer. Ooh. <laughs> or, uh, or the I hope you have uh, forty amp P-Flux. service. <laughs> I do. You have forty amp <clears throat> service
0: for two twenty?
1: Well, I can pull oh, it. Oh, okay. Because I know how to do that no, now. Big boy pants. Oh, I actually didn't talk about that. I ran to 30 amp to my shop. I'm mad a baby. Because I couldn't get an electrician in here. No money for you guys. I did it myself. They didn't answer your DMs. Suck it. <laughs> <They, they> did <laughs> even when there were phone calls and emails and messages. Um. Yeah. Covid. Covid. I found that made things weird. With whatever doesn't matter. Uh. Either that or a P flux, like a proper dust collector, because my dust collector starts squeaking like. Like metal and metal squeaking mm. uh when it runs. Now so that's super fun to listen Squeals to. Like a WD grinder. grinder, yeah, grinder. That's it's how we work. grinder. What about you, Mike? <laughs>
0: uh, you know, I'm pretty content on tools to be quite honest. Um, Shh, I think say that. Uh, I think the which the the next two tools that I'm looking at. I'm gonna say two, two tools. I want as soon as I can, as soon as I have the power and space, I'm going to upgrade my CNC to the Laguna Smart Shop Maker. That and, is crazy to me. Your CNC is like a the, dream CNC. You're already looking at it. It is, but I it. want the I want the bigger spindle cuz I can't anyway. I want this I want the bigger spindle cuz they're faster and I want the 5x10 bed and I want the vacuum bed and I want the auto tool changer. It's full automation is what I want and my CNC is like paid off. Like <laughs> it's it's time it's it's it's, it's it's quite the machine for making money and I can see the value in a bigger and faster, not so much bigger. The bigger is so that I can do more conference <clears> table <throat> stuff. I want the 10, 10, foot bed. Uh, but the 5.5 horsepower spindle is what I really want. Uh, cause I'm starting to run up against, um, issues with flattening and stuff now, cause I just want to be able to run bigger fly cutters and I cannot. Uh, and then I would like to get either, uh, I want to keep my laser, But I want to get either their – the Laguna 150-watt EX or I want to get one of their CNC bed lasers really bad. Uh, Just because I – the laser was kind of – I kind of acquired that as kind of almost as a hobby thing for myself. And then it obviously became a monetized thing. And now with – I can just 100% see a big full-size laser bed just being an unbelievable moneymaker like for signage. Is it
1: just – so, it's not just me that, like, the second I got it, I loved it, it's amazing, I immediately hit a wall with it.
0: Yeah, that's the big, that's the thing, like, I immediately was like, oh, I'm already outgrown this bed.
1: I see the potential. Yeah,
0: but I can't do it. Already too I small. I can't do it. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm...
1: And too weak, I guess. No, I mean, it's all. just,
0: yeah, it's not powerful enough, because it... So, it's great yeah. for engraving. Like, I, I think the bigger lasers... Oh, yeah. ...can't even like you really want a smaller power laser for engraving just because the speed you can run it at like really fast speeds. It's for cutting that you really want the big lasers for. They're so fast because there's so much power coming through them. So I really want to get ultimately when I have my ultimate dream shop, which hopefully (laughs) is not too far out. I've got the smart shop maker. And then next to that is a laser CNC and that's dream scenario. And then if we're going down the route of tools that we want really bad, the other one I want is a bandsaw mill. No, a bandsaw mill. I want a bandsaw mill. Re- Cremona mill? I want yeah, I want a real big like either the woodmizer, I think it's like like the 2500. Well, like
1: seriously, would you would you want the Cremona bandsaw mill?
0: Oh, legit. I would I own the plans to that. Yeah. I would definitely do that for sure, but I don't have the time <laughs> and I don't have the skill. So I'd have to like hire some metal fabricator mm-hmm. to do it for me. But um Anyway, I'd also kind of like to get an electric one instead of a, a gas-powered one just because they're quieter and you can um, – I don't know. It just seems like it'd be less fuss. I don't want to do – it'd be nice to just have a, an electric one run a – run. A, the Cremona one is electric, right? Uh, I don't know if Matt's is electric or gas. I'm not sure. I think it, it's pretty quiet. I don't know, but um, I couldn't I'll tell you to me. be honest. But yeah, I really want a um, – <laughs> I really want a bandsaw mill at some point, but those are long term goals. Well, that one actually is pretty attainable. All those are pretty attainable, I think, but I have to have more space. So, but legitimately, the answer the question where I'm at in my current space, pretty happy with tools. There's not a whole lot of things I'm really looking for right now.
2: Is a shop considered a tool? Because that's kind I of the thing so. I want the most right now. Me too. I need a new shop. I feel like
1: we're all, we've all hit a wall with the I, shops.
0: I am so sick. I literally have bigger. two pieces in my shop right now. I w- I could I could be working on four pieces right now, but I can't because I don't have the space. It is so frustrating looking at the pieces at my wall, knowing that I could be. I'm I'm literally having to stop at the end of the night, call it a night, go inside because I can't do anything else for the night on these pieces where I could be working on these other pieces. It's holding right. me up now. Yep. yep. So same. I can only work on like one thing at a time. It feels yeah. like it sucks. It, I'm very half a thing at a time. I'm very fortunate that the two things I have going on right now are the exact same project. like I was mentioning earlier. Yeah. I'm working on it at the same time because I'm doing the same processes twice. So um, if I was doing a cop like uh, two coffee tables and one of them wasn't a live edge table, I wouldn't be able to do two at a time. It's very annoying. Anyway, I think a tool is a or a shop is a tool, Dan, and we all need new ones. It's big boy time. That's we got any more questions? Show. No, that's it. Oh, is that no, it? I think that's, that's it. it. Dan's really yeah. happy right now. Let's get out of this thing. <laughs> um, what? What do we do now? As uh, we make fun of Pete, right? No, I'm sorry. Uh, Bear Hall of Supply. Uh, big fun, big, fun, <laughs> me. <make> <laughs> fun <laughs> of me. Make fun of me. No, uh, big thanks to make Bear Pete Hall of Supply. Cry. <laughs> yeah, make Pete cry. Remember when that was our goal every episode? Those are the days. Is it still not? <laughs> I don't think so. I think we try I to bottle it. Up. I think we just try to I keep just him happy. Right.
1: I'll just, explode <laughs> I'll just explode one day
0: I think we're trying to be but be, be post I think we're trying to be nice now it's a new it's a new new, it's a 20 it's a new year you know new, new year new us <laughs> I don't like new, this, this new weird. year new air is that Pete a plug for Pete's affiliate link
1: <laughs> sure yeah hit me up if you want a heater
0: <laughs> Pete's got those heater digits anyway <laughs> big thank you to uh <laughs> Bear Hollow Supply for supporting the show. Uh really appreciate them again. Thank you so much, uh, Brady. You're the man. Uh, go, give this, go give them some love at their website. Check out what they got. They really do have things you need for around the shop. If you're building <laughs> cabinets or anything like that, uh, their legs are awesome. They got other, uh, other tools for sale, too. So uh, go check them out. Uh big thank you to our patrons. You guys are amazing. We really pre- – seriously, really, really amazing. We really – we really do this for you. Like really, a lot of this stuff, we we always, you're top of mind when we're thinking about the show, obviously sponsors as well, but our listeners and patrons, we want this show to be for you, enjoyable. You know, we, we we were just talking earlier about who we'd want to bring on the show as guests. And we think, you know, the first thing is, will it make sense for our show and for our audience? Will we have to change what we're saying or what we're doing? And we we won't do that. We won't change what our show is about because we want it to be consistent and we want you guys to enjoy it for whatever reason you're enjoying this. Um so <laughs> big thank you to you guys very much. So go uh go give us one of those five star reviews if you can. Um I haven't we haven't seen that uh goofball one star reviewer anymore. Uh that guy seemed to have stopped. <laughs> um <laughs> we got a new three star over there. Whoever he, Whoever may, he be. may be. Um,
1: or she. <laughs> or she <laughs> whatever <laughs> no. state they're from. <laughs>
0: no no you're getting too close you're doing that thing again where you explain the joke too much <laughs> no um uh yeah big thank you all you so much um i think that's kind of it right no kill it yeah jump out of this thing we got anything to add no buy awp stock and hold hey have we pinned the, sh- the, po- the etsy store at all guys we got mm-hmm. gear guys guys yeah Check we out should the, do that
1: check out the awp podcast we're good at business AWP it's, podcast, it's in the show notes
0: etsy shop store
1: store at shop store it's in the show notes <laughs> check it out yeah
0: seriously check it all out everything's down there some sick designs by dan dan makes some yeah. sick designs they're fire yeah. they're on they're okay in,
1: in a free app <laughs> yep he does a great job in a
0: free, Super free app, app. <laughs> what a burn it was what a little, little underhanded comment from whatever state <laughs> it may be all right let's go to the show okay <laughs> Okay, bye. Love you long time. Bye.
2: bye.